Hello and welcome to the first episode of Films of Fear. So in this podcast, we're just going to be talking about horror movies, some that I enjoy, some that I didn't, and it's just going to be short form. Hopefully I'm going to get some guests on here that I'm going to force to watch some of these movies to talk about them with, but as it is right now, it's just going to be a single person talking to themselves. I hope you're excited for that. On today's episode, we are going to talk about a movie called We Summon the Darkness. Now, this is a movie that stars Alexandra Daddrio, Keenan Johnson, and Maddie Hansen. It was uh, directed by Mark Mayers and written by Alan Trezza. Now, I actually really enjoyed this movie. It's gotten some bad reviews, and I can understand why. But as somebody that lived through the satanic panic, this is a wonderful example of a movie that does so much with it. Uh, A basic overview of the movie is that Alexandra Daddrio and her friends are on their way to a heavy metal concert, and they meet up with some guys who are touring the band, touring with the band, I should say, and as they tour with the band uh, that they're going to go see, it's like a heavy metal band, a a band that in the 80s, 70s and 80s would be construed as this, and even the early 90s, this, this satanic cult band. Now, if you're not familiar with what this was like, go back to the 80s and just watch any episode of Unsolved Mysteries where it was like a teenager or somebody in their early 20s and see how quickly they talk about if they're into Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering and how satanic rituals could be behind this this murder or this particular missing person's case. Or that they listen to heavy metal music. This is all, this is all very real. Actually, at the time, uh, people were afraid that Satan worshiping cults were out there kidnapping and killing and sacrificing your children. I mean, there are still people that are afraid of that now, but you know, we'll leave that for a later date. So they go to the concert. They pick up these guys, and then Alexandra Daddrio brings them back to their house. And then this is where the fun really starts to ensue. They're hanging out, they're drinking, and then stuff kind of starts to get weird. The cars break down, the like lines get cut, and then you're starting to find out that Alexandra Daddrio's character, uh, Alexis, they really reach for that one for her, uh, is actually the daughter of a crazy satanic panic pastor. Uh, funny enough, played by Johnny Knoxville. And this is actually, I think, a great performance from Johnny Knoxville because, believe it or not, it's pretty understated, uh, pretty subtle. He doesn't play it up for laughs or he doesn't play it up for for any of his, uh, pardon the pun, jackassery. Uh, it's just a fun, good performance by him. So she's the daughter of this satanic panic pastor, and then this past this pastor is making her do things to make it seem like these Satan cults are really kidnapping, killing people. They drop pentagrams. She draws pentagrams at her house. She starts killing the other people, but making it look like it was evil-induced. Like they're trying to force a sacrifice. So she's setting it up to make it seem like her friends... And these other gentlemen were murdered for a ritual for Satan. Uh, it doesn't end up working out too well. Uh, one of the 
friends and one of the men that she brought home is a little crafty and they're trying to put a stop to it. Uh, and after they fail, uh, in the end, the pastor wins because Johnny Knoxville, in a great moment, kills Alexandra D'Adrio's character, which again is supposed to be his daughter, which is weird to me that she is young enough to play his daughter or be his daughter since I've been watching Jackass since I was a kid. And you just don't think of Johnny Knoxville as in his 50s, I don't think, like because he's like a Peter Pan syndrome kind of guy. Never grown up. And then afterwards, uh, he's talking to the news crew about how it looks satanic and 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 stuff like that. So, sorry. So that is a spoiler for the movie there, but it is. I still believe it's worth watching because they didn't go into the full nuances of of what the story is uh, with that and the performances. So, I do believe that this movie is worth your time. Um, especially if you are a child of that period when that was the biggest fear to a lot of parents, like these weird moments in time where they literally thought that Dungeons and Dragons and heavy metal music and Magic the Gathering was going to take your kids and turn them into evil hellions. Now, here's the thing that I actually really like about this movie. Um, They never steer into the crazy. So what I mean by that is it never turns out to actually be Satan. They make it in such a way that it is 100% a crazy person trying to set up a crazy idea. Because let's face it, that era in our time where crazy people profiting off of crazy people um, it's akin to reefer madness and, and things like that. Like if you smoke marijuana, you'll eat your babies. And that was what the satanic panic was, right? Like if you play dungeons and dragons, you're going to go to hell and you're going to worship evil demons and they're going to do bad stuff to you. And it was, it was a real, and you're going to get possessed and stuff like that. And, uh, this movie never goes in for that. It never like. It doesn't end with them being possessed by demons or them getting attacked by uh, by evil imps or anything like that, which I really appreciate. It feels like it at times, like they're going to maybe steer into that crazy. And I could see maybe there's a script where they do that or there's maybe a cut of the movie where they do that uh, very potentially. I come to find out all the same stuff was real, but they never do, which I think leads to a much better better movie and a much better commentary on on how easy it is to trick people if you just know how to do it correctly. Uh, so for that reason, I really appreciate the movie not jumping into uh, an insanity like that. Would have I liked to see it do that? Yeah, maybe, because uh, it could have been kind of fun to to kind of be like, Oh, they're setting up for them to pretend that Satan is real and that he's really possessing people and stuff like that, or that the devils really are and Dungeons and Dragons will make you evil. And come to find out, he does. And then he possesses uh, Johnny Knoxville or Alexandra D'Addario's character. And it would have been funny. 
Uh, but I just don't think it would have played as well as just being like, oh, no, these people are just dicks trying to utilize public fear to get what they want and get what they need, which is, you know, money to them. So ultimately, I, I respect it for what it did and as in to not go crazy with the with the insanity there. Now, as for the performances, I think Alexandra D'Adrio and Johnny Knoxville are the two standouts of the movie. Alexandra D'Adrio, because she uh, gives a performance that feels against type than what I'm used to. And uh, Johnny Knoxville, for the same reason, Alexandra D'Adrio plays the crazy person. She is the murderer in this movie. She's the bad guy, essentially. And it's, and it's a fun watch to see her get into the sadistic fun role. This is one of the things that I like about horror movies is you can kind of you can sort of play against type in it and no one expects anything of it because it is, it's a scary movie. It's a, it's a film of fear. And then Johnny Knoxville, the same because where Alexander Dadrio acts crazy and, and uh, is a very big personality in this, uh, Johnny Knoxville is very subtle and understated, even though he's playing a big personality in a pastor. When he's the pastor, he's big and he's boisterous, you know, like those TV pastors are the ones that are like, send us money or you'll go to hell. You know, those absurd assholes just trying to fucking fleece people. That's the character he plays. But when he's off the screen, he's much more calm. He's much more collected. He's it's very understated, which is very weird to see from a Johnny Knoxville role. Because I'm used to when they're trying to make him a Hollywood star and they like had him in rom-coms or or comedic movies or. And, and things like that. Not that he did bad in those, just that it's fun to see that, oh, hey, Johnny Knoxville can actually actually act pretty well. Um, but I'm excited for Jackass 4. I mean, come on, who isn't? So in the end, uh, this is one of the better movies that shows a period of time that is seems to get forgotten by a lot of people. And the reason it seems to get forgotten is because it was kind of just a footnote in a moment in time where it's like, oh, they were only crazy for X amount of time. But what people don't realize is that satanic panic lasted for years. Like I had people in my family that wouldn't let their kids read things like Harry Potter because they thought they were going to start trying to be wizards and worshiping the devil. Like they literally believed that you could do witchcraft and and curse people. And that was in the 2000s. Like, it never really went away. And I don't hear about it as much today. Like, I still know that it exists, but it's not as bad as it was then. Like, you had movies about it, like on ABC. There's a whole, Mazes and Monsters is a whole movie about Tom Hanks getting possessed by a Dungeons and Dragons-like game. So in the end... I do highly recommend this movie, especially, especially if you grew up around and know that time of Satanic Panic so well, like I do, and you saw it, and frankly, because of maybe your parents, you're kind of part of it, because uh, they were panicking over nothing, uh, because it is a fun watch, and it's, and it's a great time. All right, thanks for showing up to the first episode of Films of Fear. Uh, that's it for me. I'll be back hopefully next week with another one.